Hi there. Welcome to the Conversations with Kevin podcast. This is a podcast where we give a platform to everyday people to have conversations that help us see how people think from someone wanting to be a firefighter to someone who's passionate about Africa to someone who's passionate about birds, you know. This is the platform whereby we get to get into the minds of people and see how people think and we reconnect with the most out of conversations. Hey, what up, guys? Jay, I have a huge guest for you. You have a guest that will be time now. <laughs> yeah. The BFL heavyweight, Kyle Machado. How are you doing, sir? Hey, I mean, man, I'm, I'm doing fine. Just like God uh, resting and got, getting back from tra- to train from the last fight. So couldn't, couldn't be happier. Things are moving on. My baby's born in a couple of days. So... Mm-hmm. Exciting couple couple of days and uh, had been having lately. How's it, how's it having the last days of <laughs> no more resting? Oh yeah, that's I'm trying to enjoy as much as I can, but like it's I don't sleep as much training and teaching. Like my life, it's like at, I'm at the gym all day, so it's it's gonna be harder on my wife for sure with the baby. But it will be I, I know we'll have a couple of sleepless nights ahead of me, but. Important, it's like our family is growing and we're happy with that. You prepared? Oh, sorry, so you prepared for fatherhood? Oh, <laughs> I got I got a beer, right? I don't have any many options. It's it's now or never, right? I, Just jump in. It's already there, so it can it's too late to <laughs> to say no. So I've never as well. Yeah, it should be it should be awesome. So has uh having a baby coming changed your perspective on training and stuff? Like now is it harder or is it the same motivation. I feel like for me, it was like gave me a timeline and like a bigger motivation to to go on and and make it happen. Because when I when we figured out about the baby, it was like was during COVID, and I was trying to to be F, to be fighting, but not uh, there was no fights going on and all. So I knew like this year come this to 21, 2021 coming and knew I had to like fight hard and train hard to like get my spot and be able to to get my career on track before the baby's born or I had to like jump to to a regular job or do something else because uh if I'm not making money fighting I have to to have to deal with a baby and all the expenses, that would be some trouble. But thank thank God and all another train we did. Uh, things are working up and I'm full time, full time in the gym and ready to have this baby. Nice. That's cool. Any name for the baby yet? Uh, we, we got a couple of names on short list, but we, we want to meet the little guy and see his face and we go from there in no rush. Just wanted to add Kevin. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> just, just saying. Otherwise, uh, how's uh, the fighting career going? Fight's going, fight's going great. I've, uh, I just, I'm coming from a four, four fighting winning streak, three knockouts in the first round. Uh, a very nice rally Rio in the last, the last fight. Like that was one of my nicest knockout I ever, like the, the nicest knockout I ever did with a guy that was like probably 40 pounds heavier than me at the fight. Everyone's saying like, uh, I was saying I was going to the distance. I was just cooking and control the fight and I, took the big guy and put him down. And so that was great for me. And now I'm just excited to see what's next and hopefully UFC is coming soon. Uh, definitely. I remember when your fight started, like I texted my friend, I was like, how is this even legal? This guy is like twice your size. 
And then like the, the offer, I'm like, yo. And then you were just smiling. I'm like, how do you do this? I'm like, this guy is huge. And then the camera pans to you and you're just smiling like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna take that guy down. Oh, wow. So with the UFC, uh, so are you planning on just going straight into the UFC or do you have to do like that Dana or a contender series or is it? It's, it's not about to me. If, if it was about to me, I would always be fighting the UFC. I feel like I, I want to be there. I feel like I have the talent and the technique to be there. But like, it's a matter to see like what the, the organization wants and expects from me. So uh, I have my team, my, man- my managers uh, and agents are I'll talk to the FC right now, see what's what where I'm standing on it. If I need another fight local, if I'm going to the container or if I get a straight shot. So right now I'm in a point that I need to wait and listen and see what the negotiations and the top goes through and see where it goes. But if it's to the UFC contender or fight another fight around and I'm I'll be ready for whatever and I'm just wanna keep fighting, keep 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 the momentum going. What about what's it called? What if they put you in a what's it called? Tough enough? Like the the ultimate fighter? Yeah, the ultimate fighter. Then, yeah. I, I, again, I, I'm I'm ready for anything anyone brings to me. I don't mind to to go to the contender, you to uh, tough or straight to the UFC. Like if they put they call me and wanted me to fight again or tomorrow, I'm I'll be ready for it. Like I just want to fight. I just want to keep going. And yeah, whatever comes, I'll be ready. But that'll be interesting because that's your style and like your your body weight and size like so totally different from the stuff you see in the USC from the heavyweight. Like most of those heavyweights, is like guys, did you just wake up and come to the show to fight? So is there anyone like in the UFC who'd be like I don't want to fight this guy that I don't want to fight? No, that you want to fight like specific. I like there's there's different guys that want to f- that's a lot of guys want to fight for different reasons yeah first of all because of the f- reason you just said like uh, there's a lot of guys who who are going just because they have they have heavy hands they they want to they're there and they're they're making some knockouts and whatever i i, I want to go through to change that to show the world like heavyweights can be technical and athletic, not just have guys with big guys with heavy hands. So guys like Derek Lewis, Jarzino, I'm sorry, I can't say his last name. But like those guys, they, they don't have much technique, but um, they they have heaters. I'm I'm hungry to like show those guys they're not ready to the real competition. Right. But like I honestly, Ingeno, Nioti, and of course Jones, like. John Jones, he's the biggest fighter ever, and until I get there and beat him, but he's a fighter, my dream fight. It's getting the the UFC heavyweight title from him. That would be amazing. John Jones, especially like I can see the trajectory because if he comes in, fights Nganu, and then maybe you come in, and all you need is like two, three fights, especially if it's highlights and. You're right in the picture. You're right, John Jones. <laughs> yeah, man. Look, honestly, that's my goal. Like, I, I don't want to just be another number on the UFC. If I'm getting there, and I, I want to train and work to to become the champion. I'm not just gonna be another guy on the middle of the the division. So, if it's Ingano, Stephen, Derek, Jones, I, I'm ready to to get the strap. 
if I get to choose, Jones is my favorite fighter. I love his style. I love, I love how he fights and I try and I see myself with a similar style, similar like body type. And I think that we can put some show. Uh, but you think Jones will still be as good as he was like now with his bulking up and stuff. Like it, it's a trick. It's a trick position to go up on division. But like if you know how to do it and you're doing properly, the way it seems like Jones is doing, he's not. He's not rushing that. That and just like not cutting weight. He's actually like putting muscle, not just weight. Yeah. So he, if he can make that transition and walk around like a solid two forty, two forty five, or even like a. 235 like any anything between but like solid with muscle and mass not just like fat and like like just a leg if he do the, the proper transition he will be a base like and keep his speed like and get a one fine handle like he's a better fighter yeah, we're we, we hoping Ghana keeps winning because <laughs> yeah. Africa got to represent man. like I, I, I get it and I love like that a lot more African fights are getting getting there, and uh, Kamaru is amazing. Uh, uh, easy, it's like he he dominate last fight. Okay. But like, if you talking about raw, like talent itself, like in Geno, it's the heaviest, the the scariest guy ever being in the cage. Like he's huge, he's massive, he has punching power, he has cardio. But like as an athlete, as a martial arts. Jones is a better fighter. Yeah. So if <laughs> on my on my opinion and how I see this this fight going, if Jones do can do with the weight, I don't see Gano winning this fight. But like the, the dude punch hard, so and he he can drop head too. So that's, that's the problem with, with you heavyweights. It's like you're one punch away. It's all gonna be losing the fight. But just one punch away. I saw a guy one time, like he was punching the stomach. And then you could tell he was about like literally go down. And then when he was going down, he just swung a punch and knocked down the guy. <laughs> then the ref stops the fight. <laughs> this guy drops on the other side. He's like, I'm out. So yeah, heavyweights. Yeah. What what about wrestling, man? You see, there's there's one thing I hate about UFC fights. When I see wrestlers fighting, it's like, this is the worst stuff ever. Like it, I get it. It's a little boring to the, uh, the to fans. the to the regular fan to the regular crowd. But like wrestling and grappling, like more specific jujitsu, uh, is are like very technical and very like slower pace and different. It's a different aspect on the fighting that's important. That's like you. We need to have not. It's not necessarily my style. I'm I'm a striker. They have like that being working with wrestling and grappling and. I managed to work both, but like I feel having those those techniques in the times it's as important as being a uh, not or having no cop power at all. Like you, you need to you need to be aware of the entire game, not just one aspect of it. Like so, the time that like um, if we're black belt in BJJ or a black belt in my time, you're gonna be fine. That time's over. Like you need to be ready for everything. Yeah, because like wrestlers, they strike, strike, strike. Get them. <laughs> Let them go. We want to see the fight. That's a fight. That's, <laughs> that's the thing. Like people, when people, uh, the casual fan, they, yeah. they want to see blood. They want to see like the action and the punches. But like, everything's it's part of the fight. I respect it. It's like the yeah. fight is happening. 
So that if if you know what if you know what's going on, if you were training and for the people who trained, yeah, that's exactly. beautiful. That's like great technical and high level competition. Right. And it's part of the sport. MMA embrace it all. So I know it's not as like flashy as a spinning back kick to the head and someone getting cold, <laughs> getting out cold, but it's very technical. It's very important to the sport. And like, I'm trying to prove my wrestler as well. And once, once again, there, I want to use a mix of finding a good mix. I, I believe it's going to be ideal for me, like, especially working wrestling with like my, my knees and elbows, close range. That's where being dangerous, like three on my four, four knockouts. Come, come comes from like starting from knees, from the clinch, from the grappling position, and I just take down. So it, it's as important as any other part of the game. Yeah, yeah. I watched it. I used to watch Kavino. Come on. <laughs> yeah, but the dude's 29 and old. So. Yeah, stop it. It's like even what's the Kavaru. Most of his fights, like people to this day, they don't rank him because of the wrestling, right? It's like, yeah, you won 29, whatever fights, but you just. <laughs> yeah, but like those guys are, they lit and they. <laughs> like Kamara, he's a great wrestler and he's working on his striking right now and combining both. He did what he did with Mazzao. Like, yeah. That was a beautiful knockout. Oh, yeah. That one, that one then elevated him. Like, oh. Kamaru can actually fight. <laughs> he can. He, he, he broke uh, Kovitan's job before. Like, it's not, he's not just a wrestler. He, he knows his game. He's getting better every time. And, like, it's a matter of, like, get understanding and embracing, like, all of it. Like, when you just wrestle, I get it. It's boring. When you dig Maya, for example, Demi Maya, that just go to the ground and don't, don't want to do anything else, just trying to get his chokes and submissions. Okay, it's kind of a slower pace. People don't understand. Like, I remember uh, Tyron Woodley and Devin Mayan. That was one of the bo- most boring fights that you ever seen. Like, it was Maya shooting, Woodley stuffing. Maya shooting, Woodley stuffing. But, like, when you combine a little bit of everything, you have a nice up, down, wrestling, grappling, back to striking and moving, and then non-stop and nice motion fight that's what MMA should be all the time that's that's bad I need I need strikers to just (laughs) (laughs) punch them in the face when when it happens but yeah so how's your BJJ you you used to do BJJ right yeah I actually started BJJ I when I my first martial arts that I did as a I started BJJ when I was 11 years old and I did it from 10, 10 years old, 10 to 11, and I went until I was 14. And so I got my, uh, then I stopped and went back after high school to start again. But my, I love BJJ. I think like that's, that's a non-stop and non-stopping live sport that you always learning, always improving. And in, in my, I have a really solid game. I, I work a lot from my back, especially because I'm not a, a, a aggressor. I'm not about taking down people. I develop a style that like, I, even if, if you, I'm on my back, I'm going to be attacking. I'm going to be the dominant guy from any position. I want to try to be dominant from any position. So uh, right now I'm a purple belt on BJJ. I'm trying to get my, 
my brown belt and black. And, but honestly, like, I just, like, I love this sport. I want to get better with BGJ itself. But, like, I'm trying to get my, my ground game more set for MMA and ready to, to be, to be, to anything that kind of, I feel, I feel like if I can get all my, all my, my technique on sharp, as, as sharp as my, as my, my striking, there's no way to stop me. Unstoppable. PJJ is the. <laughs> I saw uh, on Saturday the guy who snapped someone's hand, uh, Scottish guy. That's right. <laughs> yeah, the fight just starts, he pulls guard. You're like, Yo. <laughs> what? And he never let go of the hand and broke it. Even my, uh, like, people would just say, his fight is boring because he's always trying to go for the single leg. But then once he takes you down, yeah, it's like BJJ is definitely a different different game. Like right now, it's it's not as used and like it got a little bit evened up. But you have to understand that like BJJ changed martial arts forever when it arrives. Like on the late nineties, early two thousands, when the Grace started the Jiu-Jitsu and the UFC and. They brought this to war like that was a dominant position. That's yeah. why we have so many Brazilians uh, being war champions in the UFC, especially in the early editions. Yeah. Because it was, it's different from everything. Like everyone's worried about punching and grappling and and wrestling, and they were just like submitting people, especially bigger guys. That that's that changed the game, and now everyone trains it more than now, but like. It's, I believe it's one of the things that made his sports is the jiu-jitsu. The reason, the reason that we have MMA today, yeah, it's, it's a lot of, because of jiu-jitsu back in the day. But, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's why I haven't gone into because it's like one guy was like, hey, you don't have to fight, you just have to break people's hands. I'm like, wait, what? You can do that? It's like, yeah, just go look for any, like, training place and then jiu-jitsu, then amba and what? A choke one and then you're safe to defend yourself at any cost at any time because it's like the best thing about fighting in the streets is avoid it run away if you can but if someone catches you if you have jiu-jitsu in you then you can defend yourself okay then you see it in the ufc like yeah like i feel bjj was was created to to win up in a way that the, the smaller guy could be the bigger guy in the, no, no matter what weight class. That's yeah. why uh, the most important uh, class division on BJJ is the absolute division. Okay. Because yeah. absolute division means it's like no weight. It's a no weight class. It's an open weight class. So like a guy 260, 260 could fight a guy that's like 145 and the 145 could, could win. It's hard. There's a weight difference, but like they're also size and technique and speed. So BJJ, it's all, it was created to match up the, the size wasn't, wasn't too, too important. You actually use the, your opening strength against him or her. Yeah, or her. But, um, <laughs> my yeah. first day at FKP, <laughs> I was uh, sparring with Cameron. Yeah. 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 I just, uh, let's leave it there. I was just like, because <laughs> what? I don't know what we're doing. And then the legs were all over my neck. I was like, then I tried standing up, but I couldn't do it. I was like, this, 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 this stuff. It's 
not it's not fair. Like them is struggle. Like it's not about strength, Kevin. It's about technique. It's always about technique. Like sometimes, uh, like smaller smaller guys gonna take you down if you, if you don't have enough technique. So it's it's good because you can train with anyone, literally anyone. It doesn't have to be someone in your weight class. For example, me as a heavyweight, don't really usually have many training partners because it's hard to find like athletic and get a big skilled guy like on on my own, especially that's not my competition. So I either like I have to deal with smaller guys a lot of the time and BJJ kind of ends up the the field, plans up the field. So it, it's good, I like. But honestly, I haven't seen you in the I don't remember seeing you in the BJJ class in the white MMA classes in, in grappling no, uh, too often. Yeah, I, I I came like the first two weeks, but then I'll scrape my knees. Uh-huh. I was like, this is not with my Because every time I'll come, I live with an injury. I'm like, yo, I'm not trying to die. And then I, I like the Muay Thai more. That, that was easier. It was less pain. Yeah. Like, it, it, you get used to, like, we we say, I heard one of the Pitchable brothers, I don't, don't remember which one was, I don't interview, he said once, like, if we are going to a fight uh, feeling 100%, that means we're, we didn't train enough. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we always going to have like something bothering us and little injuries and things like that. So it's part of the game. BG, like you always like scratches and like mad, mad burn. That's normal. That's something you just get used to and go moving forward. But once you you pass that two weeks yeah. of like getting, getting used to, you gotta, you love it. You should, whenever we are back to do grappling, you should definitely go back to classes. Yeah, definitely. Cause hey, uh, <laughs> every time I'll be there, it's something it's like, ah. I remember one time, one guy, the day I actually you know, I quit. He, he told me with his fist, I was like, this is, this is it. Like, um, I don't know what we're doing. And then he just puts his fist on my throat. And then he's like, tip out if you're in pain. I was like, ah. This is BJJ. I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, but then, like again, you gotta with time. You gotta used to take that pressure and move and keep going. Like, and you know, once you have a nice set of uh, technique and understanding, you know when like you can deal with the pressure and it's and you get move out or oh okay, I it's hard hurts and it can move and I I I won't get out of here, so I'm just gonna tap. Yeah, yeah, in the beginning, yeah. Nah, 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 I'm more humble. Because when you first come in, you have ego and yeah. everything. You're like, oh, man. <laughs> and then, oh, definitely. Just, Especially when you come and someone's modern and you comes and just like, just bro and destroy <laughs> you. It's yeah. hard to take, but like, you have to understand there's people who are doing that for longer than you. So yeah. like, you got to be humble yeah, and yeah. just like keep learning, keep coming. And one day, and it's like that, like, you're going to be submit every day and every day and every day until one day you start like not getting submit and you keep going. And one day you're going to start submitting, submitting people. That's pretty much how it works. So it's a kind of like learning and growing process with yeah, that's true yeah. I had to learn like leave your ego outside like, <laughs> once you step in it's a whole different world it's like I remember the first person I spotted was Ethan yeah uh, I saw flames that day it was just he kicks you and then he runs away like, bro 
<laughs> then, yeah, okay. and then, like, you have to remember that it's like 14 right now. So back in the day, it was like 12, 13. Yeah, and, yeah it, it is what it is. Like, he he was he's do, he he does that since he was like five. What? So like some people who grow up on, on that like has way better like understanding and more you do more training like doesn't doesn't really matter your size. If you have if usually if you have a better technique, you're gonna even the playing. But I went home. I'm like. Guys, I was beaten by a teenager. This is. <laughs> I spent the whole night watching YouTube videos. <laughs> oh, of course, and master YouTube. Yeah, so YouTube. Yeah, there's you. Go, you doesn't matter. I can be ten years old. If he's if he's doing that every day, he's already an emotion. He will sub you. Yeah. All right. I want to ask, what made you decide like I want to be a fighter? So. I I always have a dream as a kid. Like when no you know when the kids think to be a lawyer or a, or a doctor or a police officer. I felt I always had I always had a dream to like be playing the sport I was doing at the moment. So soccer, basketball, handball. I always been really into sports. And I always like to and since I was in 17 and been competing for, uh, like Muay Thai, BJJ, for like regional, national competitions in Brazil and was getting there. Just like to, I like to compete. I'm a competitive person. Yeah. So I, I always had the idea of getting one MMA fight to feel the experience. Because when I was at the gym, I was at the gym all the time to train and to do my classes and to be fit. All the all those guys, those MMA guys were training for their fights and they started getting excited and I always wanted to do it. When it, when he came here and got the chance, they said, "Okay, look, let's do it. Let's see what it is about. How what is about and how how that goes." And honestly, man, like when I got in that cage and they shut the doors, they looked at the guys, had the deep breath and said, "That's it. What are you gonna do for the rest of my life? I love that shit." Yeah. That's why you see it's mine in the cage. Like I'm having fun. That's that is my happy place. Right. Like you say, you go to a, a field or in the grass or in the forest. No, my happy place is the cage. Huh? Yeah. Right. Yo, how does one just decide? I'm gonna smash people in the face for the rest of my life. It's that feeling like you you feel like the energy and like okay, that's it. That's I'm good at it. That's that's it for me. I like being here. I feel comfortable. So let's just keep doing it. Keep doing it. Nice, nice, nice. And then like for your fights, I also noticed you cut weight though. Like you slim down. Like I think your first fight you were 240, 250. Now you slim down. Is, is there a reason to that? So my first fight, if I'm not wrong, I weighed around 250s, but like it's a natural uh, transformation of my body to be a better athlete. Like I was a little bit out of out of shape when I first started, like especially when I started training to the first fight. So I felt like I was always transitioning to while I was improving my career was also improving my uh my my athleticism and getting uh, becoming a better athlete. Mm -hmm. So the weight came down came came down naturally. There was just like extra weight I was uh cutting off and losing so now i'm lean now i'm in a good like body fat percentage 
I work with diet and training and all and weight training. So now it's a better like I'm on the on a good shape and a good position. Yeah. If I can, I could bulk up and and solidify as myself as a heavyweight. It could like slim down and fight light heavy. But I like where I am right now. I might I might go up a, a couple of weights now. But like, the point was like getting off, getting away off the extra weight. It was just like slowing me down. Right. Now I'm slim, feet. Now I can work and just like be be more athletic. Because yeah. yeah. I, I was listening to one of our friends in Ghana's interview, and he was saying he also wished he would like slim down more. But then for him, it's like. The man is just thick. <laughs> yeah, like, if you have no body fat, you need to lose mass and muscle. That's a different game. I I have a weight that like was just taking like just uh, slowing me down. Like, that was that weight. Like if you have a big muscle and that's it, like you you get on his probably like five percent, ten percent body fat. Like he can't do much more than that without like losing mass because he's already a massive yeah. dude. Yeah. So it is different. In my case, I I was chubbier, I was fatter, so I could I could lose some fat, I could lose some 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 kind of weight that like wasn't being yes, working for me. So I, I, every time the last, especially the last fight, when there was a big weight difference, people were asking about that. I said like, I'm my ski, I'm my slimmer, but I'm stronger than ever. Like it's not about how big I am. It's like I know my body mechanics. I I have all the, all the weight and all the structure I have right now. It's hundred percent ready to four to five, four to to get there and five to five, five rounds, three rounds, or whatever it comes. Instead of having just uh, putting an extra 10, 15 pounds, but like just that way, just gonna slow me down, make me tired easier. That's that's yeah, that, that that was interesting. And then when you're in the cage, like I hear coaches screaming. Do you hear it when, when you're fighting? Yes, yes. Like I, I have a really good understanding and zoning out and like uh, of what's going on around. So I, I have ADD, uh, um, attention deficit disease, whatever it calls it. Don't know in English probably, but. Uh, because of that, I can't really pay attention to one thing. I can focus. My focus is, it's just like we were talking right now and looking to here and there and there, oh, there's a butterfly going on. Yeah. My focus, it's all over the place. And I kind of use that for MMA where like I can focus on that. I, I, tr- I try to focus on everything. So when I'm fighting, I notice the fire, the cage, the space I have, the raft what's going on with the timer, listen to my coach, his coach. And so I try to listen to everything, but like Mr. Franco and I, we, uh, we have a really good understanding of each other and, and like we develop a nice bond. So like I listen hundred percent his instructions. He's like, he's a great coach and like he's, and he has the best voice to be a coach. Like he, he knows how to, how to project his voice as no one else I know. Like it's impressive. Like if you hear like, you don't hear the other if you see the transmission and on TV or fight pass or whatever you're watching, you're gonna hear him talking, but you're not gonna hear the other coach because his voice is so loud and so like fat go it's so much easier to hear. Right. So it, it, that helps you. Yeah, I remember the last fight you, you screamed, There it is, Kyle, there it is. And then you step back and then you pop it. Like, finish it, finish it. 
I'm like, yo, is there anyone else in this room? Some fun guy over here. <laughs> yeah, like again, that that demo there. If you see, like he said, he said there is even before I throw the punch. Yeah. When he missed, he know he we knew that was it. And we trained that kind of motion. That was an everyday training, getting out, sleeping, and counter. We knew he would come, uh, and Larson would come with big punches and trying to knock me out right away. Once I find my distance, I knew the fight was over and that was a matter of time. And we trained like getting out, counter, getting out, counter, getting out, counter. So when, when he missed, when he threw, when he slapped and wasn't range, he said that is, that was time to go. Like, you know, you train with him, like Chris Franco is one of the, the best coach, coaches in the business. He understand a lot of fighting, not just Muay Thai, BJ. He understand a lot of MMA itself. He's been doing that for a while. So it's, I'm really happy to be with him and to be at FKP right now. I think like the way we're working there, we have a good synergy to like keep, keep things moving in the right direction. And like he knows what I need to do to, to, to improve myself during the fight and what I need to change. He knows what I can do or not and what to ask of me. And I can hear him 100%. So it's a good bonding and good energy we have over there. How, how did you guys become a team, you and Mr. Frank? So I, I came to, to train like you. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like I, I had a couple more experience when I, than when I got there because I was training in Brazil. But it wasn't, I wasn't a, a, comp- a competitor back when I, when I started here. Like when I came to Canada, I came to school and I was until I adapt myself, I, I wasn't trained. So I gained a lot of weight. I was like 285 when I got FKP and I had some background and all like I, I, so I just jumped in and started doing for, for sake of like being health again and be active. And always, always something I love to do. And like then I started fight, uh, helping uh, Jaden with his camp. I was doing some, I did some tournaments and like it showed like some that I had some potential. Then we kind of like he, Mr. Uh, Mr. Franco came to me and talked and asked me, "Oh, do you want to fight? Like I, I feel you, you have the excuse to do it." So and again, that was always on my head and. I just could say yes. And from there, we kind of like kept going and kept growing and it has been five years, a little bit over five years since. Oh, and now he's a heavyweight. <laughs> yeah. He's good. He's good. Five years. The next six years, John Jones will be on your record. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And how's the uh, training with Mr. Martin? Like, it, it's good. Like, uh, Jaden is, is a really talented uh, athlete. Like, unfortunately, right now he's, he's recovered from his injury, but like, he still managed to like work with me and, and, and do some sparring. Like, he's very technical, very fast. So, and he's, even he's a little bit lighter. He's faster than the, than the guys he fights. So, whenever, if I can dodge his punches, if I can see what he's doing, like, it's it's gonna be way easier to see those bigger, slower guys so, moving. So that I use that in my favor for sure. Mr. Mr. Marty, <laughs> the way he throws his his fist is amazing. Like when he, when he's explaining stuff, and then, just, and then you try to do it. <laughs> yeah, man, the dude, the dude's quick. He he's been doing that for for a while, and he 
He's a great, he's a great team partner, great, great coach, and yeah, like everyone at FKP is amazing. But those two guys are the reason I sticked around and 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 stay there for for competing and in growing on the sports. Uh, yeah, levels. So when you signed with the UFC, are you moving to Vegas? Definitely not. Like, I'm, I'm, my 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 gym's here, my home's here. Those guys are my family. Like. I I don't see I don't feel like I need to be on any major like big camp right now. Like I have I can if we get into UFC and we have the opportunity, we would like to bring some. I think we should bring some people here and there to help with sparring. But like as a coach, coach I want to stick with uh, Chris and and Jaden. I want to be at FTP like. We started this journey together and we want to finish together. But so my base is going to be here. We might go together to train somewhere else. We might bring some people, but like, I think, I think the best way to like, if we got here together, there's no point to leave now. Like, let's not change what's working. Oh, yeah. that's, that's, that's something uh, I had easy say. It's like the people brought you to the dance, stay with them. Yeah, man, like, it's just cool. And also, like, it's not that it's not working. Yeah. Like, like, okay, let's say at some point we are not on the same page anymore and it's not working and can't grow and or he's not, like, doesn't, it's not work. If our, that relationship and things are not working anymore, we, I can part ways and go move on and not move on, but like, move, going somewhere else. But like the way I, the way we are working now, I don't see any reason to to move out. I mean, like I knew I saw I know I can get all the skills I need from here. Uh, from here. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. And then I saw you train. Oh, no, I didn't see you train, but I heard you train with uh, Arjun Bula. Arjun Bula, yeah. How was that? That's good, man. Like uh, Arjun is one of the. Is I think that he's the top heavyweight in Canada right now. Was ranks and like accomplishments. Uh, he's a guy that like he's an Olympic level wrestler, um, guy that has like fights on the UFC at once. So he had he brings a certain level of like experience and pressure that not that not many guys can do uh, in the local scene. That no guys can do in the local scene. So um, it's good because when I inspire and when I train for a guy like that, I can see I can kind of like feel myself like. If I can do competitive with this guy, those guys that are in the same range, I can do that. So I I can feel what level I am and where how much I can grow. Only also like being a different. He has been having a different style, more wrestling based. I can work on my defensive wrestling and, and working on my game in a different way that I that I usually work at the gym. So works out for me and works out for him. I think like both of us being to the two heavyweights in Vancouver that they're moving on and going and growing now. I think working together, we can just like improve each other. We can in going and getting bigger, better things all, every time. And then I want to ask, what are your thoughts on the MMA scene here in Vancouver? Is like, I, I was actually talking to Paul Lazby today and we, so we were talking about that, like, the, the MMA scene in Vancouver is getting better and it's improving and it's growing. Like we, we are seeing some talent leaving from getting, getting from, uh, 
they're starting from BC, like even Arjun Bueller, we got uh, Jordan Kennedy, we got a couple other guys going to the UFC, uh, Tristan Conley, Cosmeet. Uh, so in the last couple of years, we saw, we saw a lot of guys going to the bigger promotions, a lot of guys showing um, a lot of local events, going, uh, growing bigger. Guys going coming from amateur, becoming pro champion, like becoming pro and becoming champions and dominate the Canadian scene, moving on to the international. So I see like even we are we got something good going on here. And I believe like if we keep working like that and if we find our way, like we gonna have a bunch of people coming out of the region from BC, Vancouver area to 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 get the board like um, any in many divisions, like we have good guys around for sure. That's true, because yeah. I remember when I came all out years Quebec, go follow GSP, like nah, we, we need BC to be on the map. Because I think you guys are crazy. <laughs> yeah, like especially right now with the pandemic, mm -hmm. like uh BC we BC always try to like work BC always being open, more open than uh, Quebec, for an example. Right now, I believe we still right now profile even pro fighters can train over there. Ooh. So they still have big restrictions. They the situation of COVID is it's a little bit hard. And we are having um competitions here back. But, and soon we're gonna have amateur and regular tournament and local tournaments like we're open up. We got we got our promotions and our fighters ready again, and like the ball is rolling in. So we're just catching up and getting better. So I see like by the by to twenty twenty two BC probably gonna like dominate the Canada's MMA scene. That's true. So here, like in BC, do you have other heavyweight? The uh, challengers, or it's you still have to import from others. Like right now, right now, like everyone that's fighting, I already fought everyone that fights here. Oh. Already, like I have one loss against a guy from Victoria, Dustin uh, Joyson, but he's at one. Uh, like great guy, good fighter, but like I'm, I'm target on the UFC right now, so I don't see we. We've we've met meeting meeting anytime soon for for competition. Uh, right now I'm ranking I'm I'm the the number one heavyweight fighting and the local Canadian the Canadian MMA scene. So I don't see I don't believe there's any other like challenge for me right here. I want a big I want want to move forward. I want a bigger better things. Yeah. I feel I'm ready to the UFC. I'm ready. Um, I feel I'm. I want to. I want to fight the best guys, bro. Like, it's about getting like that high, that higher competition, getting better. Like, if I, I, I see like I only going to, I only improve when I have a challenge ahead of me. I ha I'm, I'm a guy like that. Like, if I, I get really comfortable and um, on my, I get on my comfort zone if I don't get a challenge. But so I need like that stick of like that this that bone on the, the end of the stick to be chasing all the time. So I'm wanting to go for it. If if I'm the if I'm the biggest the big the biggest guy in the gym or biggest guy in the division, I I'm gonna get lazy and not work as much. So I always wanna to to get get a new challenge, put someone else on my head. So right now I'm set on my set on the UFC. That's where where the competition is right now. And that's where I want to go.
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aquadena. <laughs> yeah, man. So that's about time I prove I prove it that I fought everyone around here, have coming from winning street. I'm young, like there's so much guys that only have heavy hands over there and I show I have not just those same heavy hands, but I have technique, talent, cardio, and I'm more complete fighter than a lot of guys over there. I feel I feel I I earned my shot and I'm ready to go. They should, they should come calling because I've been watching like uh, I was listening to DC and he was like you know the UFC like for the heavyweight they're, they're really looking for like a different level of talent because the ones they had they were boring right like sometimes you see these guys they punch punch and then they're tired and they're hugging and it's like come on but now it's like now they're moving away from those big guys to more athletic guys like the way they're pushing uh, what's his name Cyril Gunn the way they're trying to push uh Francis, even the that's why even the John Jones fight is there, right? Because like, do you want to have Francis and uh, Derek Lewis too? <laughs> Man, don't don't let me start about Derek Lewis. Like, yeah. he he sounds like a great guy, a really fun guy to hang out with. But like, I cannot under I cannot accept Derek Lewis fight, fighting for the for the heavyweight belt for the second time. Yeah, he already did against DC on a short notice, whatever. Because he he he's fun. He he did his balls as hot or whatever. He, he's he's fun. His Instagram page is it's fun as hell. But like he doesn't have the talent. He doesn't have the skills to 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 that high level competition. Right. He's just a heavy guy with heavy hands. We need athletes. We need bigger guys. We need not bigger guys. We need like strong, athletic, and like we could do that. We could grow them. I'm one of those guys. I'm ready to go. Like I could fight Derek tomorrow, yesterday, today. Like I, I would love to fight this guy because I want to prove like that heavyweight is about to change. Once again, there I, I want to make a statement yeah. that like that that shit of like just being heavy and ha- and work on and lay on your heavy hands. That shit not gonna fly anymore. At least yeah. not with me. Yeah. We need you because yeah. <laughs> so the thing is, if Derek wins, we'll have Francis, and then no, sorry, <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, John no. Jones will just come in. <laughs> I, I honestly like I don't see Derek win against Francis or or any or Steeper or any guys on the top tier. But like, if you see like there's right now, it's very clearly you have like three guys that 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 have this skill and skill set to yeah. be on top. That Francis, Stipe, and Jones coming up, and after that, there's a like a big difference between them. Then you have like Derek Lewis and Jarzino and like whoever's coming next. Like the heavyweight division, it's being boring the last couple of years in the UFC. Like you see, short as off competition. That's why I'm. I want to get there and just want to shake things up. But definitely, it should get you in. Like, but I guess I guess they, I guess they're calling you for tough because I think that's what they want to do. Like next year, it'll make sense if because uh, I don't think John Jones will fight this year. And then you do like a tough enough with John Jones and uh, Francis as coaches, and then you have heavyweights, and boom. You guys have your own show. <laughs> and I want to say, I hope to be there before it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, 
I want to say when when they announced uh, when they announced the 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 top that's on TV right now, they announced they were doing a new one. I really thought they were going to look for heavyweights because it's a division that doesn't have like is looking for talent, like needs new new blood, needs new talent. So it was like every day looking, oh, when they're gonna uh, release the information about the division classes and when they said middleweights. I didn't really understand because you have a good roster of middleweights at the UFC. You need heavyweights. You need light heavyweights. Why don't try to to put those guys on? But right now, honestly, like I I I I feel I have I have the energy, the power, the the capacity to be in the UFC by the end of the year. That's my goal. And like if I I believe like if not if I don't go straight up. I, f- I feel like I'm gonna get a shot of the contender series like right away. And the contender series is just one day, right? It's one fight, yeah. One fight again. Yeah, that, that, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. That, yeah. Because I just, I just want to see you versus, I guess, the first fight should be Greg. Is it Greg Hardy? Oh my <laughs> God. He's so bad. He's so bad. Yeah. Like he is, okay, Greg Hardy is the opposite of those guys. He's a good athlete yeah. because he used to do football, but he's not a fighter. <laughs> so like, seriously, guys, like I'm here, I'm ready, I'm waiting. And guys like those, like I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm, I can't wait to go there and be the shit of those guys. Uh, that, that'll be your first fight and then who would they have for the second? Uh, that's the thing. Yeah. Was, I don't even know their names. Yeah, I can take anyone, <laughs> any, anyone, anywhere, anytime. Like, uh, well, hopefully, like, I, I wish it, uh, when things open up, I wish you could get a carding. I, I, I feel my gut. I feel like have the feeling like you're going to have a BC card soon at Vancouver if UFC and like, this uh, hopefully like by the end of the year it would be really awesome to like get get that show if if that happened yeah it's possible because isn't BC like the opening yeah, up yeah like we we are supposed to be open by September mm-hmm. and like if you make the math like oh September UFC always been to Canada and you're only doing like shows in Dubai and in Abu Dhabi and states with Canada opening a big a market that's already like familiar with the UFC it's gonna be full crowded. I don't see why they not it's close to these days. I don't see why they don't come here by October, November. And if 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 fighting at home, like Brazil, I'm from Brazil, but like my fighting home, it's here. Like all my fighting career has been here, so I would love to fight in Vancouver. Like right. I want to fight in Brazil for sure, but like I want to fight if there's a card in Vancouver and I'm not there, then <laughs> we gonna have some. Then I better be in that card for sure. Which one you prefer, a BC place or Rogers Arena? Ooh, that like that would be really fun to find a BC place. Like that's massive. Like can you imagine? Like right. how many people can you fit on that on BC place right now? I don't even have an idea. Yeah. Like it's like I think it's five. It's fifty five, sixty thousand on on this on the bleachers. Yeah. But if you put like the ground yeah. as well, we could get like what eighty thousand people there. That would be awesome, <laughs> right? Yeah, that that would be the best. Sheesh. Especially I know people are told this is from Vancouver. It will go crazy. Just knock the guy out. But that, yeah, that's that thing. Just don't knock the guy out in twenty seconds. <laughs> that's like, mm. <laughs> that's like, come on. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
Like I always say, Kevin, um, I don't, I never go to a fight with a brush to finish. Right. Like as long as I'm, I'm there, I'm having fun. I'm doing my game. I'm doing my thing. If the fight goes five minutes, I'm five rounds. I'm ready. But like as a fighter, we need to be like sharks. Like once we smell blood, we need to attack. Yes, so if we, if I find an opening and I get in the first round, that's better. Like easier, <laughs> less work to do. But like if we go five rounds, it's gonna be a five round, five round war. Like what a see, man. <laughs> important to be ready for anything. What a see, what a see, that. Kylo! Oh, it's done. Okay. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Remember, faster to fight, faster to start celebrating. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but it's like, we want to see something. Give us a minute. Mm-hmm. And I remember there's a kid on Saturday. The guy walks in, he just goes one, two, done. Then he injures himself in the celebration. Really like, still. So, so good for him. Good for him. Yeah, that's what it is. Like, Sometimes we get like <laughs> the fight. Sometimes the fight goes into this, and fight, fight, the fights go short. Like it's, it's, it, it's fun to. It's I, I see also as a spectator when I'm waiting for a fight. I want to see longer, but also sometimes the longer fights sometimes get boring. <laughs> yeah. So it's a hard, it's a complicated scenario to be like, you wanted to, to, to see some knockouts, see some action, but also you don't want to be too short. For example, I remember when like I invite people over, we had like Alden to watch uh, Alden McGregor, McGregor album. Oh yeah, that one. <laughs> and like we, we, the entire night, it was like great card. It was fun we having, we having people over some drinks and all. And everyone was excited for this fight, and that was over in 13 seconds. And yeah, that was it. <laughs> that was beautiful, but that was it. Yeah, that's it. Bye. <laughs> so it's always a mixing feelings about that for sure. Yeah, there was a corner. What did he say? I get paid to perform, not, not for time. Like, okay, corner. Fair enough. Like, good for you. Good for you. Right, right. Well, will you consider fighting at 205? Yes, like I feel like I definitely have, I can definitely make the cut. I can, I can even be a bigger guy uh, to, at 205 and have the weight, the weight and the speed for it, the technique. It's just a matter of like right now I'm focused on the heavyweight division. Uh, I've been doing that and like my weight and my technique are, and my timing are prepared for the heavyweights. But like 205 is, it's, it's a possibility always being there, just like, the local scene, the Canadian scene doesn't have any, any light heavyweight to, to find me. So I'm focused on getting, on the 265. On getting 265, getting like that's the candy of the division. And maybe like after, after they throw the champ and go down and become double champ there. Who knows? You visit the end. Yeah. Do what, do what Cormier did, but the opposite instead of going <laughs> up, go down, go down and get a small guy. So. Like again, I, I'm ready. I'm, I feel I have the the energy you know, of like getting the opportunities. But right now, I'm focused on fighting heavyweight and fighting like getting getting the UFC and getting the the belt on the heavyweight division. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And then for training, how how long do you train? Like in a in a week? Is it every single day, every hour? So I don't train every day, <laughs> but I train. I train at least like six days a week. I'm at the gym, like I'm at the gym, I'm doing something every day because either teaching or training or doing something. But like usually like Sundays I take to myself. I don't do any. I go, I it's a time to rest and I, sometimes it's have class in the morning to teach, but I don't I don't do any workout myself. Oh yeah. 
So I, I get a break, but usually like I go between three and six hours a day between like fighting, training, cardio and weights. If if it goes plus the time is spent teaching, that gives us a little workout right. and I give action. But yeah, it's it's a life. It's a full time job for sure. Like I'm, I can tell you like my career, like when my skills and my my ability went straight straight up when i migrate to be a full-time fighter right. and then i'm just part-time right. so what do you do outside of fighting uh, i train <laughs> and right now no like joke aside like i i'm at the gym every day i'm training i'm teaching that's a lot of my time but like when i'm off i am with my fiance we like to like watch TV shows and hang out and just like go to the beach. I'm a very chill guy. I, I, I stop partying. I, I barely drink anymore. I'm focused on the fight. And when I'm not, I'm not a fight. I'm just like hanging out, hanging out with the people I like, my friends. I like to poker, to play poker sometimes. Right. It's just like be, um, try to truly. To to not do anything that gonna like damage my body and not in any way, but try to have some fun. Right. And and does your fiance watch your fights? She does. She enjoys she does. it. Or she's like, <laughs> she she gets she gets very anxious. She's anxious <laughs> and like nervous about it. Uh, at the beginning, she 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 didn't really understand the, the fighting scene and how fighting works. So she she was a bit like uh, prejudiced about that and how violent is the world. But like once you understand that, like most of us do, like it's not about hate. It's not about like just want to hurt someone. It's for the job. It's for the sport. It's for the sport to yeah. be the best athlete. She kind of like eased her way out, and like now she. She understands. She enjoys the war. She watches the fights with with me and watch my fights. But she always get nervous when I'm getting fighting. Yeah, that, that'll be. Scary. <laughs> I can imagine if, I, if my girlfriend was a fighter. Can't watch it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like I, I can't, I can't imagine. It's hard, but honestly, like I, I rather do that than work in the office. So, and she knows that. She knows I'm happy. She knows like. It's it's control. Like it's, I'm not like getting kicked on the ground, and when I'm unconscious, like there's a ref, there's doctors, there's a structure to do that. Like there's of course um, it's dangerous. Of course there's a risk, but it's a control risk. Like we live in a we work in a scenario that like which right, especially nowadays after seeing some people, some older fighters getting had had problems and like. The effects of that, like every day, I feel like the commissions and the coaches and the athletes are working more to like not having as much damage in the future. So, like right away, stoppage should stoppages are going right away. Uh, the ref is there. There's a doctor. We go to the hospital. We make sure like we're we are good to do that. There's there's always a, a certain amount of control on that. So it's not just violence for violence. Well, that's true. That's right. That's cool. And then, um, like, what advice would you give someone who wants to do MMA? Say again. Like advice for someone who wants to get into MMA and be a fighter. Go train. Like train, 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 and train. Like there's nothing gonna get, nothing gonna make you better or get you further than train hard, than work hard and train and train and be at the gym and learn and see technique and see fights. 
See, like you need to eat, breathe, and dream fight every day. That's uh, that's how it should be. Like I have a story that uh, once it was. That's when I was with my ex, my ex girlfriend. Mm-hmm. We were sleeping together and cuddling and all exploring. And I was dreaming about a competition I was going to have, and I ended up like choking her <laughs> on the sleep, and she woke up like tapping and gone. Cause oh, I was scared no. about it. So like that literally you dream about fighting, you breed fight, you eat fight, you that's more more time you spend working, more time you gotta get better. Of course there's a little bit of talent on on that and skill, but mm-hmm. like if you work at uh, hard work beats uh Chris uh, Mr. Franco always said that hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Yeah. So like you can you can be the skills you want if you don't work hard the 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 grinder gonna beat you up so if you can be match both ways and have good talent and good uh, and work hard that's perfect but like work work and work that's that's fair that's fair because um what you call is the MMA is not moving into Africa so I'm like. I'm looking forward to the. I, I think they about to they they should do do a show somewhere there. Yeah, they should, but it's, yeah, like, I don't know. Like how how cool would be like do a number card, and with the three the three belts on the line. Oh, that, that'll be amazing, especially mm-hmm. you know, to do it like in Nigeria. It'll blow up because those guys are popular there, right? Because we we haven't had any card in any yeah. like. UFC in Africa, yeah, no. I think it's the last, like, last place they have to go. So well, I believe, like, now is the perfect timing. Three well, African yeah. champions. And, they go, it'll, it'll be crazy. Because yeah. I, I don't even know if you can have a stadium. <laughs> Everybody Man, wants I, to come I, in. Yeah, I remember, I remember watching the 2010 uh, World, World Cup. Cup. Oh, yeah. And, like, the crowd was just insane. Oh, yeah. That would be, I think it would be, like, one of the fun, like the the funnest crowd to watch, and like they're gonna be so warm. I I think like once COVID is it up a little bit, and like the restrictions are down, and they yeah, they they need to put those guys to fight and, uh, at home for well, sure. And they 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 have to win. Though. Yeah, <laughs> you just go there, you lose. I feel sorry for the winner of that fight because people will go crazy. Like, no, you cannot come and be easy. I guess for. <laughs> But uh, it'll be crazy. It'll be crazy. And then, yeah. Speaking of soccer, you watch it? You watch it? I I was a I was really big soccer fan and growing up and all. In the last couple of years, I kind of like fade out and stop watching just because like it's the, our time zone. It's really <laughs> yeah, really hard to watch fights. Like yeah. Champions League are at eleven in the morning. <laughs> the, the Brazilian championships are like four p.m. So I'm always training when the games when happen, the games happen. Yeah. and I'm kind of just like ah, don't have the I don't have the time for that. I need to do worry about my own life. So I kind of <laughs> kind of went away from that but like uh i want to try to i want to watch the world cup and especially if if i make ufc if i can get some some money saved i i wish you could go to qatar and watch the, the cup oh, yeah. live yeah. that would that always be a dream and i think like with the because of the size of qatar and oh, yeah. like it's every station is like 50 kilometers like for this different distance you can travel is 50 kilometers like that's insane. <laughs> okay. Like that's the place to be. Like that's gonna be so 
If COVID's gone and we're good to go and I have the extra money saving, I, I'm going for a list to two games. Like just because I always love these sports and being I haven't fallen the last couple of years, but definitely that that that's like a lifetime opportunity. Oh yeah, definitely. Especially watching Brazil play. That's <laughs> I'll go anyway. I remember <laughs> when they came to, to my country, man. I know they, they they beat us, but people were, were celebrating like, yo, this is a different level of soccer, man. This is that was amazing. All right, all right. And did you go? Were, were you already here for the 2014 World Cup? No, no, I got here in 2015, but um, I didn't went to, and I couldn't get any ticket for 2014. Oh, yeah? So I I just watched from home. I went to the like the. To the parties with the friend and all, like was crazy the environment in Brazil. But I didn't got to go to any stage in back then. Like I was, I was like what twenty fourteen. I was fresh. I was nineteen years old, so it, money was tight. <laughs> I was going, I was going to college. That was a different scenario, but um, it was fun. Brazilians are fun. In the Olympics, did you go? I was here already for oh, the Olympics. Right, for yeah, Olympics. Oh. my family went in a couple, a couple of matches. I think they saw. I have a cousin of mine that's that's on the national water polo team. So my cousin, my my uncle, and like his side of family, they went to watch the games. I think my 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 dad and my, my parents went to see a volleyball. Or I don't remember what because I was here, but they some some of my family went to Rio to watch some some stuff for sure. You from Sao Paulo, right? Yes, like not some. I'm from the state of Sao Paulo, but not Sao Paulo city. Oh, okay. Because like, um, so I live in my city called Presidente Prudente, is like six hundred, five hundred, fifty kilometers away from Sao Paulo. In the drive, but it's still in state of Sao Paulo, but. Yeah, it's a, it's a good place. Like not not too big, but not too small. Three hundred thousand people. <laughs> so we got we got a nice like we got everything, but it's nothing too crazy. So it's a, it's a nice mix between like interior and like having everything around. Oh, yeah, I was gonna ask. So you just walk around and you run into Neymar. <laughs> you know? No, no, <laughs> no. Uh, I I didn't got to see to to meet any of those those guys like where coming from like uh, Ronaldo like phenomenal like he went to my city one Corinthians went to play there once mm-hmm. and my a couple of friends of mine got to meet the players and meet him but I wasn't at the city for the for that yeah. but that's the closest one like at, at my city. Okay, okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, any is there any question that I didn't ask that you wanted me to ask? <laughs> yeah, anything you wanted me to ask? No, not not really. Like I think <laughs> uh, you got all the questions, and we were just having a conversation. Yeah. Any questions for me? Yeah, man. Like, how long how long have you been here? Canada. Yeah, uh, three years now. Three years now. Yeah, three years. You're from Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. Nice. How yeah. how is that? That's cool. I was growing up there. It was good. It was good. Pretty peaceful, chill, and hot. And then when I came here, I realized, well, because here, like this summer is our winter day. <laughs> oh, I know. It's the same same thing in Brazil. Like uh, 25 degrees is cold. Like if yeah. you go to 
If you go anything below 20, people are wearing a hood, uh, jacket already. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm always wearing my hoodie. Like, yeah, I, I think you have the same same <laughs> idea. But after six years, you're like, kind of got used to. And how you like Vancouver and and all so far? So uh, so far, so good. Like I used to hate it. Like, oh right, man, this city is just boring. Like, there's nothing here. It's expensive. And like, it and is, I, man. So expensive. <laughs> and then I went to Winnipeg for like a week. I like, and no, no, I appreciate, bad, <laughs> like, I appreciate Vancouver. And I love it. <laughs> yeah, no. Giving, like, you know, I, I really like how we don't really have like, it's not, it's never too hot or too cold here. It's kind of like the winter is not, not the coldest winter in Canada. The, the summer is not the hottest. So oh, yeah. we kind of get like in the middle here. Got a good thing going on between like so, city and and nature so i i really it's, enjoy yeah. that about vancouver but the real estate is just bullshit real okay <laughs> real estate and traffic are the things i hate most about vancouver people here don't know do do drive yeah I know. <laughs> people here don't know how to drive it's insane <laughs> yeah <few. laughs> probably one of the drivers who frustrates you on the <laughs> Man, I come from Coquitlam, so I get the highway every day. And, like, mm. it's just insane. Like, Vancouver is a city that rains 70% of the time. Yeah. And still, whenever it rains, people drive like uh, morons. <laughs> and I, I can't understand that. Oh, yeah. You want to fight? <laughs> every, I don't know. Every time I'm in the road, I'm like, man, one day, one day I just go stop the car and be like, yo, come on. We need to talk. But even the police can drive. That's the worst part about Vancouver. Like I saw a policeman just go through a stop sign. I was like, "What are you doing?" And no, people don't like I <laughs> coming. Like people don't respect the highway. For example, if you if you are in the left lane, you are yeah. in the fast lane. Go fast, <laughs> and people people are just holding the left <laughs> lane, and instead of just go to the if we're not if we're not going fast, if we're not on rush. Go to the right. Go to the right. Nope. It's easy. But no, <laughs> just right. wait, everyone, and you have to to pass to the right. Damn, <laughs> just make... If everyone do that, they job off of the traffic here, it's not, there's not many cars. just dumb people driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially... But the highway is better. Me, I feel like it's in the streets here. Like, no, everywhere, man. Highways, <laughs> it sucks you. In the streets, like, people don't indicate. So you're driving, someone just... Wait, what? Or when people are turning and then you are switching lanes and then they just turn into the way. No, there's no people don't sign. People just <laughs> turn around turn. anywhere, like red light. You just need to be aware for be ready for anything and expecting everything. <laughs> so yeah, when driving, yeah. Sometimes I'm like, I wish I had a truck though. If I had a truck, yeah, I'll just hit someone one day, like. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't see. And it. the fucking even people, the the pedestrians, like they just cross that no matter when, no matter what, no matter how. They don't care. Like other day, I was coming from Coquitlam, and there was this guy crossing the freaking highway. Wait, what? Yes. <laughs> that sounds like downtown. Have you driven downtown? <sighs> but I hate downtown. I, 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 when I first got here, I used to live behind uh, celebrities. Ooh. Man, there was so many people doing coke on, on, on underneath my my balcony, and I, overnight, every night, like, dude, I couldn't sleep. There was like some Paul hospital and so people doing drugs. Uh, 
uh, behind celebrities. Like that was insane. Then I I can and she, we don't talk too loud too many people. I like a little bit more space. That's why I'm in back in Coquitlam. I came here because of the gym or the way is not even Vancouver. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I wanted to move, but then I started hearing people getting shot in Syria. Like, nah, <laughs> I'll stay in Vancouver. Coquitlam is a good area, man. Like uh, for real, like, you're living in a nice neighborhood there. Have a, more space. It's more quiet. Tra- uh, public transportation. It's it's annoying because the buses doesn't come as frequently. Mm-hmm. But like, if you if you drive in that area, it's gonna be more. It's gonna be cheaper. And it's gonna be like more relaxing, more more calm area. You should if you're looking to move, definitely should look around like Berkwitland, Bar uh, Poco, New West, even. Yeah, we'll look into it. Cause I was that that was my thing. I wanted to move, but like because my whole thing was FKP. So like if I move to site, yeah. Do I really want to drive 30 minutes here? <laughs> I do that every I do that every day, at least two times yeah, a day. Yeah, that, that was just the thing for like so sometimes sometimes I came to teach class in the more early in the morning. Yeah. Then I didn't go up, go back home, then come, come back, back here at the end of the day to to, to train again. That's so yeah, I spend the entire day at the gym. Sometimes I just spend the day at the gym. If if less if it's less than three hours difference between my last my, my last time I'm in the gym, the la- the next time I need to be back, mm-hmm. I just sit there on my phone and wait. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the part. I was like, I can't, I can't do that. Because okay. like, but sometimes when I leave the gym at night, I can't walk. So I'm like, uh... <laughs> I, I, used to, I, used, I, at some point I was living here as well. I used to live at the at Kingston, Kingston Park, yeah. just in front of the uh, community center. Right. I was living with my friends over there, so. I, I get it. It's a very ni- it's very nice yes. to be walking distance to oh, the gym, yeah. but like in general, like then I, I like cuckoos better to better to leave for sure. Yeah, I've been. It's it's peaceful out there and it's like quiet and you don't get any yeah. crazy people. Yeah, right now I'm like my landlord's about to sell the house, so oh. we're gonna have to move eventually. And I'm debating with my fiance, like, should we move back here and be close to the gym so we ha- have better traveling and be more of the family? Yeah. Or, like, it's going to be cheaper, bigger, and yeah. more and calmer back that back yeah, east. So, with the family, you need a bigger space. So, like, <laughs> you don't want to come back. Yeah, man, it's expensive. Like, get into a bedroom apartment in Vancouver, it's bullshit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't debate that. I was like, "Yo, why?" <laughs> like, you know, I get it, but if you go charge me a lot of money, give me a reason why. Because Vancouver is just expensive for being expensive. There's no reason behind it, like right? Like <laughs> it is because they're like there's so much demand, not a lot of places to stay, not a place to stay. The demands do like there's too much demand, but like, it, it's just insane. Like you're gonna see anything that's to find some something that's like nice good location and a good price is just like <laughs> insane to find and there's another 10 people applying for the same place yes, willing to pay more <laughs> like, yeah and then yeah one more question your celebration after the fight what was that <laughs> i have no idea <laughs> to to be honest that was just like <laughs> Whatever I felt at the moment, I will just let let go and just <laughs> jump. <laughs> you gotta knock yourself out. 
Wait, that that's why we learn how to break fall. That's the first thing you learn when you fly BJ. You learn learn BJJ how to break fall. So we know how to fall. I I know I know how to fall probably, and I can do that from anywhere. Like I could jump, but I didn't hurt myself at all. I know how to do that. But like, I don't know why I did that. I'm not gonna, not gonna lie to you. I have no idea. That was at the moment, at the emotions I was getting. I just like, you know what? I'm done. <laughs> I was like, yo, what is all the things? <laughs> That's what came to his mind. Okay, there should be a reason. But ladies and gentlemen, there was no reason. There was no reason. The other thing was, uh, I remember, was it the first time I sparred with you? Like, isn't Mr. Marius was like, put your hands up. And then I opened and I saw the fist. I was like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like you, you need to keep your hands up, but you need to start to see everything. It's not if you block, <laughs> if you shoot yourself in a way you cannot see your opponent, you're done. You need to keep your hands high, but your eyes, yeah, you still gotta see everything. Yeah. So there's a difference of like hands up and for then like <laughs> shooting yourself and you can see anything. Oh yeah, I was like. Cause he's like, put your hands up. Like, okay, then you open. This it's like the whole like, thing. hands up. It's instead of here, your hands are here. Ah, okay. But like, if you're if you're blocking your face and your hands are in front of your face, you can really see what's going on. So you gotta find a position that like you can move and your hands are. You do the less the minimal movement you you can to block or to parry and to attack, mm-hmm. and still be able to see everything. Ah, okay. Makes sense because yeah, when I'm fighting like you or what's his name, Clement, I have nightmares. In my head is like okay, because <laughs> in the beginning you're like okay, I'm feeling this other like, okay, I'm gone. I'm just gonna hide here, survive <laughs> until I'm done. Because like with Clement, he just keeps on punching you. Like man, stop. <laughs> yeah man you gotta you gotta get used to and like learning how to take it and move forward but I, it's fun like i love i love to spar a few that's like especially like when you go lightly and just to move around mm-hmm. just to feel and play that's that's where your brain can work and then feel so like especially you if you're at a gym just doing sparring for at the classes don't don't really worry. I, I my suggestion like don't really worry about getting hit. Like everyone gotta control. Everything's control. Everything's like it's safe over there. Like no one's gonna be swinging to to knock you out. Right. So like you you can be you can play a little bit more with your game and keep your hands keep your hands up, but like not necessarily enough point of just protecting like. You, you know, like open up yourself to take a punch or two, so you can see, you can improve, and you can try different things. Oh, yeah. Sometimes when you get too nervous and too shelf yourself, then you can you're not gonna be able to improve. You need to you need to get heat to and move forward to keep growing in the sports. Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah, that's very good. <laughs> Sometimes I'm super scared. Of- <laughs> Mm. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, don't like it's not. You just need like you're gonna get hit. Oh, yeah. Even the best, like even even the best fighter in the best day of the the career, they're gonna get hit. Oh, like yeah. it's part of the game. It's part of the sport we do, you're doing. So just get hit <laughs> and move. Like Cox said, that it's not about how much you hit. It's about oh, how much you get yeah. hit and keep moving forward. Yeah, yeah, that's true. 
That's and then the other time is I don't know why I kicked in the checked it. I was like, I'm never kicking again. How <laughs> 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 that hurt, man. <laughs> Yo. Cause I thought like this is when you kick someone and then it's like it's supposed to hurt them, but then they checked it and my leg was just like enough. <laughs> we don't we're not doing this. <laughs> and then you have to spot the next person, they keep kicking you the same thing. <laughs> oh Mr. Martin, please. But then you have to be tough. But as I say, fighters, you are crazy. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit, not gonna lie. <laughs> you guys are crazy. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna get hit and hit for a living. But yeah, thank you, man. Thank you for opportunity. I think I'll wrap this up. Any last words? Yeah, man. First of all, thanks for having me here. I just wanna uh thanks for opportunity to talk it was very fun uh i wanted to thank every um chris franco jd martin everyone at fkp for for all the camp and uh, the training that we've been doing and also like um that's my family thank you guys for being there with me all this time also thanks i want to thank my sponsors and partners like dlm the von burn group drive market um uh, action action athletic wear for me brazil um Russi bros and um health uh crave healthness to to support and you know, help me with this the fight camp and expenses and all also my nutritionist in brazil Rodolfo Zanin. so those are my family of training i mean people who've been supporting helping me with with the career now also i just signed with a new management company and i want to thank you for the opportunity and like i hope to grow with those guys mtk mma i think we're gonna go big together this guy's gonna help me to get into the next level and most importantly most most special a big shout and a big hug kiss to my beautiful to my family in brazil and to my beautiful family, fiance at home, and our baby that's coming anytime soon. We agreed with baby Kevin, right? <laughs> <laughs> we agreed on that, right? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> yeah, congratulations, man. Thank we you, should, bro. We should, we should the best. Uh, we'll be there supporting. I, I'm guessing the next time we see you in a fight is either at Dana White's Contender Series or versus Great Hardy, right? Like, I hope so. I hope so. If it's, I hope it's in the UFC, whoever comes, I'll be ready. If it's container, I'll be ready. If I need to fight local, I'm ready. But like, honestly, I'm looking to the big show right now. I, I think I pay my dues around here. It's time to move on. It's time to like, to look for the biggest challenges. And it, it's over there. I want to grow. I want to keep going. And my way to the top, I need to, to get, to become the champion. I first need to get in there. So I showed, I, I showed my skills already or my, my shot. And now it's about like getting the call, getting the contract signed and fight the big boys. Yeah, it's pretty, it's coming fast soon. Cause I'm guessing after Kwana and Pori, they have nothing planned yet. So I guess that's what they'll sit down and make plans to see what's next. And you will be next, my man. I hope so. Hope so. <laughs> yeah. We really want more. that Greg Hardy fight. Knock him out. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> oh, even, nah, not Derek Lewis is too soon. Because Derek, I guess, after three fights, they'll give yeah. you 
Well, whatever. Like, I, 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 I told, I told everyone I wanted to see, like. He's a guy I'm gonna every first time I get the mic to call someone up, it's gonna be Derek. Like, I, I wanna fight him. I wanna beat this dude so bad right. because, like, he's against he, he, he. The way he fights is against everything I believe. Heavyweight <laughs> should fight, so I need to be this guy first of all. But right. um, uh, eventually, we'll get, I'll get my shot. Oh, you definitely by the end of the year. UFC what two sixty five? No, 